We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The baseball game is over. It's time for the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show with Tim Allen on The Fan. It is a final from Miller Park, and the results are good. A Brewers big-time victory in game one of this four-game set over the Cincinnati Reds. Welcome, everybody. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen almost celebrating this much, much-needed victory. I don't think it was desperation mode by any stretch, but, guys, they had to have this win. They did, and and they got it, and they got it off the arm of Brett Anderson, they got it off the uh, offense, putting up the four runs and making it stick right there. And they got it uh, with some stud relievers. And they really do have a trio of stud relievers. I mean, we were wondering where these guys were going to come from. I had thought, or maybe a lot of Brewers fans had thought, Corey Knable was going to be involved there. But, again, coming back from Tommy John, you know, you can't uh, you can't rush things. But they do have a trio of arms out back. And, you know, you've, you've got a lead late in a ball game. Most times you're going to win those baseball games. In fact, uh, before Phelps' little hiccup yesterday, the Brewers were 9-0 and when leading after seven innings. So that tells you they, they are really in lockdown mode. And I love, I love the way Craig Council managed tonight by just uh, going to those guys. You know, you had a shot to win this thing. And, and, and again, not desperation mode. But you kind of had to have this, didn't you? I mean, you kind of did. And they got it. Uh, they're now 12 and 15. And every day that goes by, I mean, we're, we're starting to get a little more intense. I don't think it's, uh, you know, stretch drive by any, by any uh, stretch of the imagination. But, um, you know, these games are bigger now. They're, they're, they're bigger. And, and all season long, they've been a, you know, a, a thing of three games to every one if you want to give it a ratio on that but and they they uh, got this thing done and and now you move forward again you go day by day and we got another baseball game today and that's what happened the brewers get the uh, victory here four to the final and with those guys in the back end of that bullpen namely Devin Williams and I just wonder if he might be the next big sort of star name for this organization because we know Brandon Woodruff's coming as, as a star, a star in the league. He's an all-star already, but as maybe a potential superstar for a guy like Brandon Woodruff, the way Adrian Hauser has the poise and, and the uh, stretch to do what he's been doing seven innings the other day, four runs. Yeah. Wasn't that big of a deal. Well, I'll go out there and I'll toss you seven. Uh, I just wonder who the next superstar for this organization is. Is he here already? Is it a Devin Williams? Is it possibly a, you know one of the other guys, Corbin Burns, Freddie Peralta? I mean, we know Josh Hader is a superstar. We get that part. 
Well, we know Christian Yelich is a superstar. We get that. But who is the next superstar? Uh, coming up uh, on the show, we're going to hear from Craig Council. Also, we'll hear from David Stearns again on, on, on the young pitching staff. He, boy, he talked a lot yesterday. And we're still tapping into that. But uh, let's go over our game notes here. If you want to jump in here, 414-799-1250 as the Brewers get the 4-2 to victory. Way back when this thing got going, Brett Anderson allows a uh, base hit to Castellanos uh, with one out. That was erased on the first of three double plays turned by the Brewers' defense. And and look at this. This is breaking news right here. Uh, one out double by Christian Yelich in the bottom of the first. There's no score to this point. And how about Justin Smoke with an, with an awesome at-bat. Heavy count for the most part. This, this Brewers' offense was a little bit more in attack mode tonight. They they really were. However, in this situation with Justin Smoke, yeah, he he got it heavy count. He worked it against Bauer, and the Brewers jumped to the lead. And now the payoff into center field, and that's down a base hit. Here comes Yelich coming home. The throw from Philip Irvin, not in time. Brewers first on the board. A first inning run for the Milwaukee Brewers. On what maybe is a trend-busting Monday night. Well, about time. I mean, the Brewers have been waiting for some early offense. First, second inning. They haven't been able to do a whole lot. Now and against one of the best in the business this year. Fastball up. Able to hit it hard in the center. And with two outs, Christian Yellen's going on contact. Able to score easily. Well, that looks good. A first inning run for the crew. Wow. Yeah, it does. As heard on Fox Sports Wisconsin, LePay. And Schroeder on that call. One zip in the uh, second inning against Bauer. Brawny then doubled, by the way, in that first inning. Narvaez uh, Narvaez popped up uh, to end that frame. In the second inning, Anderson. Leadoff walk in the second inning. But again, pitcher's best friend. Here you go again. That multi-year contract with the Reds going after the first pitch. A nice stop, Urias. There's one and the turn, and that's the second double play of the night. How about the double play? Four to five to three. (laughs) That's not one you're going to see every day. Ah, the beauty of the shift. Yeah, no kidding. Urias to Sogard. The smoke. And Mustakas hits it hard. Arias, you can see that Sogard was on the first base side of the bag. That was about as unusual a double play as you'll see. <laughs> yeah, that is a weird one. That goes down as a 4-5-3 double play. And you're thinking, well, hold on here. How did that happen? Well, with shifts these days, that can happen. Uh, as the uh, Brewers take a one-zip lead into the bottom of the second inning, uh, they strike out in order against Bauer, and you're thinking, well, you're going to have to scrape a couple of more runs. Not sure if one's going to be enough in this one. As they went into the third inning, leadoff base hit again. Leadoff man on for the Cincinnati Reds, a base hit by Winker. But three quick outs, Anderson through three, dealing one zip to the bottom. How about this? The Brewers play from the lead a little bit more here. A two-out hit by pitch by Keston Hira. And Justin Smoke is starting to see the ball much, much better. And Hira on the move. Payoff pitch is a drive. Hit back in a deep right field. Castellanos going back. It's gone. Two-run bomb off the bat of Justin Smoke. 
And it's 3-0 Brewers in the third. Yeah, look out. He's starting to heat up in a big way. My goodness, that ball was smoked. Halfway up the second deck out there in right. On a 3-2 pitch. It was a fastball about belt high. 96 right down the middle and didn't miss it. Through three innings, it was the smoke show tonight. That's for sure. A uh, An RBI base hit and a two-run shot by Justin Smoke. Into the fourth inning, Anderson needs that shutdown inning. Leadoff base hit. He's erased on another double play. The third turned by the crew tonight through four innings. Uh, in the bottom of the fourth, it remained three to nothing. But that changed. Omar Narvaez adds to the fun. Facing Narvaez, and there's a shot into right field. Going back, Castellanos, and that's gone. Omar Narvaez over the wall and right, and it's 4 nothing Brew Crew. Well, taking advantage of some early pitches to hit. A 1-0 pitch to Narvaez, and he smokes it on out of here. Yeah, it was uh, it was fun to that point. Brewers up in the uh, bottom of that fourth inning, four to nothing into the fifth. Anderson really cruising now, one two three in the fifth, as neither team scores into the sixth inning. Brewers were in good shape heading into the sixth. Reds finally get to Anderson with a solo shot from Casale in that sixth inning. Four to one. You're thinking, yeah, maybe you should tack on a little bit. A double by Omar Narvaez in the bottom of the sixth inning, but the Brewers don't score. Back to back multi hit games for, for Omar Narvaez. You know, I said this uh, in the offseason and, and earlier this year. Manny Pena with the bat is still going to be Manny Pena at the end of the day, at the end of the month, at the end of this season. Omar Narvaez is a better hitter than Manny Pena. And he's starting to show it right now. And, and just in the nick of time, I might add. Seven hits overall off Bauer through six innings. Four to one lead getting late into that seventh inning. Anderson out for the seventh. And uh, Eugenio Suarez makes him pay for that. A solo home run. Council has seen enough right there. Six-plus innings of work, just the two solo home runs given up for Brett Anderson on five hits, a walk, and three strikeouts. And uh, in comes Devin Williams. And I I started out the show tonight talking about the back end of this bullpen. I think the days are getting deeper here into the season. I think we can all agree that's a stud back end. Devin Williams, David Phelps, and Josh Hader. Those guys are outstanding. You want to talk about the electric dudes from 18? It's the electric dudes of 2020 right there with those three. Devin strikes out the side. A two-run game into the bottom of that seventh inning. Brewers did have something going here. Here's the deal where you manage just a little bit different, I think, during a uh, shortened season here. And you you can correct me if I'm wrong on this one, but a leadoff walk to Arcia in the bottom of that inning he then steals second. Where have the stolen bases been for this baseball team? Little bit of an aggressive nature with the offense tonight. They were swinging for the most part earlier in counts, trying to attack. So then you get the leadoff walk by RC. He steals second base. Abasail Garcia with a liner to center. Smart base running again by Orlando Arcia. Goes back to the bag, watches it, and he's going to take a chance. 
and be on the attack a little bit. He moves over on that sacrifice fly. They then intentionally walk Christian Yelich to put runners at the corners with the one out. And that's going to do it for, for Trevor Bauer. And so they lift him right there, corners, one out in the seventh inning. And if you're looking for something different right here, Craig Council would have been an absolute steal of a run. You lay a bunt down right there. You lay a squeeze down right there, and you've got yourself a nice insurance run. Uh, may have been the time, like I said, for the squeeze, but uh, Keston pops it up in that situation for the second out of the inning, bringing up smoke. Aggressive nature continues. Christian Yelich steals second base. I like this a little bit. I think we're starting to see maybe, just maybe, pushing on the accelerator a little bit. Just a little bit. Now, Justin Smoke did uh, strike out looking to end that frame as uh, David Phelps comes back. And what an outing. What a performance for Phelps. Nice bounce-back performance in that eighth inning uh, to come back from last night's little bump in the road. A couple of punch-outs in that one, two, three inning. And then it's up to Josh Hader in the ninth inning as the Brewers were empty in the eighth inning. And Josh gets it done. Although he does lead, uh, walk the leadoff batter, which I was a little nervous about. Uh, Austin, Texas is back from his uh, back from his birthday weekend of golf in Lake Geneva. Were you, were you not a little nervous during the Josh Hader appearance? Yeah, I, I hate walking the leadoff guy in any inning, um, <laughs> especially when it puts the tying run at the plate in the last inning. That yeah, was yeah, too it, nervous. It, it did bring up the tying run. It just you're up by two runs. Let him hit it a country mile. Just don't put him on. But Vada walks and Josh works around that. And there's your Brewers victory, twelve and fifteen. Now, big bounce back win to snap the four game losing streak. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Who is uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna get David Stearns and his response and and his comments uh, from yesterday on a number of things. But one of which is the young pitchers on this baseball team. And I just wonder if there's a diamond in the rough outside of a Brandon Woodruff. Because we all know that, that, that guy, he's already an all-star. But is there another one on the horizon, in your opinion? We'll talk about that next. A big win for the crew tonight. They take game one of this four-game set over the Cincinnati Reds and move alone into third place in the NL Central. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show right here on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to dive into the box score for today's game on The Fan. Brought to you by the Laborers International Union Local 113. Feel the power. On the web at liuna113.org. Yeah, a huge win for the Brewers. 4-2 the final. They take game one of this four-game set. And I feel a little bit better after this one, I got to say. It was one of the most frustrating weekends, and it's not the first time that that team had been uh, swept in Pittsburgh. Problems in Pittsburgh should have been a a T-shirt made or something. Man. Uh, But they do bounce back with the victory, and I I do want to say that, um, you know, a lot has been said about the, the minor league system of this baseball team and the journeyman veterans on this team. But I don't think enough has been said about the young starting pitching or the young pitching as a whole. I'll throw Devin Williams in there as well and a Drew Rasmussen as well. 
I don't think enough has been been said about these guys. You know, it's it is a little risky when you, when you want to make the next step into the World Series. Coming out of eighteen into nineteen, you put into your rotation Burns, Woodruff, and Peralta. I thought that was a mistake then. Well, what happens this year? You turn right back around in nineteen. You went right back to the well. All three of those guys were right back into the rotation at some point earlier this year. Uh, b- but these guys are getting their uh, experience here, and and you know we're starting to see some payoff with that. Obviously, with Corbin Burns, I mean Burnsy, I I think is um, is coming on strong. He's uh, he's having a good year thus far. Peralta might be better served out of the pen. We're still trying to find out his role. And obviously there's Woodruff, there's Hauser, there's Devin Williams, there's Drew Rasmussen. I mean, there are some promising young arms in this organization for sure. 799-1250, if you got a guess as to who the next superstar is, uh, we'll, we'll make some room for you here. Let's check out the numbers in this Brewers 4-2 to victory. As uh, we'll go inside the box, Avasail Garcia goes 0 for 4. Christian Yelich, 1 for 3 with a run scored and a walk. Keston Hira goes 1 for 3 with a run scored. Justin Smoke, 2 for 4, a run scored, 3 RBIs. And that right there is your Chevy MVB brought to you by Chevy. Check out the new 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealers or at WisconsinDriveChevy.com. Guys. Noticed it in the first at bat, that RBI single. He is seeing the ball a lot better. If you notice, if you're if you're watching Justin Smokes at bats, he's laying off the low inside curveball. He's laying off the low inside stuff. He was swinging right over the top of that for most of this year. Throughout the last week or so, we've been seeing a huge difference from Justin Smokes. So that is that is nothing but good for a, for an ailing Brewers offense. Ryan Braun tonight goes one for four. Omar Narvaez, there's another one seeing the ball a little bit better. Hit his first home run, scored a run, knocked in that run. Back-to-back multi-hit games for the Brewers catcher. Luis Urias goes 0 for 4 with a couple of Ks. Eric Sogard 0 for 3. Orlando Arcia goes 0 for 2 with a walk. Pitching lines tonight, Brett Anderson, 6-plus, 5 hits, 2 runs, both earned, a walk, and 3 strikeouts. Devin Williams, here's what we're talking about. One inning pitch, no runs, no hits, and three strikeouts. He's outstanding, man. David Phelps, I, you know, I got to be honest. I didn't think Devin Williams was going to be this good this year. I didn't know what to think of Devin Williams. I just want to know if there's some nasty in him. Is there some nasty in Devin Williams that he could be a uh, closer? Because he throws hard enough, and that changeup is something severe. I'm not saying necessarily this year, although I wouldn't, if it were me in a sideways season, I wouldn't rule that out. I'm, I'm not ruling out anything at this point. I just wonder, those closers got to have some nasty in them. I've interviewed Devin Williams twice, and for what it's worth, I, I don't think this is any barometer as to whether he should close or not, but he seemed like a, just a super nice guy. So does Corbin Burns, but he pitches with a lot of emotion, too. So you really sometimes can't tell by that. All right, anyway, David Phelps, uh, one inning uh, pitch tonight. Uh, A big bounce back outing for Phelps. No runs, no hits, a couple of punch outs. Um, And then Josh Hader, 
one inning. Had a walk, no hit, no no hits, no runs with one strikeout. And uh, again, that uh, that three-headed monster in the back end of that bullpen, something else. Brewers get four runs on seven hits and no errors. The Reds two runs on just five hits, no errors. The win to Brett Anderson, he's two and two. The loss to Trevor Bauer, take that. Three and one now for Bauer. And Josh Hader locks down a six save. The Brewers at 12 and 15 now in the 2020 championship season as, as they take game one of this four-game set. Uh, we're going to hear from uh, manager Craig Council in just a little while. 414-799-1250. Mike, you're on the Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Hey, a much-needed victory tonight. Um, I, I had to uh, stay away from a few games and, Maybe I should have listened. Maybe they'd have done better. But hopefully this will be a swing in the right direction. But those, some of those, the pitching, man, the hitting, it's got to come along because how long is the pitching going to be spot on like this? Felt bounces back. Uh, haters on. And uh, were you talking about Williams? What, three strikeouts when he came in? Uh, we got to get the hitting going consistently and. Hopefully they'll start doing it, but it's good to be home, I think. Yeah, I think that's going to play a part, and you're right, Mike. Thanks for the call. You're right. They got seven hits, four runs off Bauer. No other team this year can say that. So maybe it is coming around. I did like the aggressive nature at the plate. I mean, we see that a lot against Brewers pitchers, uh, including this year, where they just go in ambush. I mean, you saw it over the weekend. You saw these guys just go attack from the first pitch on. And I think the Brewers turn turn the tide on that one a little bit against Bauer. What else? What else are you going to do? You going to let them just carve you up? You might as well go go at them hard. Uh, turning point brought to you by Great Lakes Dragway, the legendary Great Lakes Dragway. Uh, you can check out all the track rental and events details at GreatLakesDragway.com. I mean, I would say the first inning because you're a rare play from the lead. But I'm going to say the third inning. It's that two-run shot uh, by Justin Smoke. That really gave that team, uh, this team, a three-zip lead off Bauer. And, and you had the uh, Reds a little bit back on their heels. I think this is, your, this is your Great Lakes dragway turning point right here. Here on the move, payoff pitch is a drive, hit back in a deep right field. Castellanos going back, it's gone! Two-run bomb off the bat of Justin Smoke, and it's 3-0 Brewers in the yeah, third. We'll, we'll take that it. right there, a uh, two-run home run. He was two for two by that point, Justin Smoke, with the uh, three RBIs, and Brewers took a three-zip lead. And they made it stand up. Now, that was good enough right there. They ended up winning 4-2 uh, to two in this one. Omar Narvaez added a solo home run, his first in a Brewers uniform. And the Brewers go on to the victory. Uh, again, on, on Devin Williams, I, uh, I don't know if they would consider stretching him for a starter. I'm just talking in the future, not this year. That that remains to be seen because you got to remember uh, Woodruff and and Burns they both came up in working in the pen, so I, I wonder if that if that's the Devin Williams situation as well, might be, it might be. But if not, using him this year, again crazy times, crazy season, crazy measures. You're chasing now, 
You're trying to get into the postseason. It has been working with these three guys, Williams, Phelps, and Hayter. But when the offense starts get to get going, and you have a lead earlier in games, you have a lead in the sixth inning, fifth inning, a little more consistently. I'm just throwing this out there. What if Devin Williams was your closer? And you just unleashed Josh Hader like you had in 2018. Two and a third. Five out save if someone's overworked. Throw him out there in the sixth inning. Game on the line. Game starting to turn. You unleash Josh Hader again in that role. Then you have Phelps to back him up. Then you have Devin Williams to back him up and close. Just, just wondering. I'm just thinking out loud here. Austin, is that too crazy? You don't have to agree with me, producer of the show tonight. You don't have to. No, but I am going to agree with you because I've thought that for you know a couple of years now, ever since they put Hater into that strictly closer role, that he was better when you could put him into a situation in the game where you know, it's a one-run game in the sixth or seventh inning, and you need to get to that back end. Because there are times where, you know, you're saving Hater for that ninth inning, but then you end up giving up, you know, you, you end up losing that lead, and you never get to him. And then you have yeah. it where he hasn't pitched since last Tuesday, you know? Yeah, I mean, we, we just – we've heard Craig Council uh, back then when Hater was used in that, that regard, that sixth, seventh, eighth, or ninth, uh, we heard him back then say, hey, I just felt the game was turning right there. That's what he was saying in that season. I just felt the game was turning right there, and I just we had to go, we had to go for it right there. Yeah, I think I that's – sorry I to interrupt I wonder you. if it's crazy times, and, and maybe – and I don't, I'm not sure you could define that as that crazy. No, I think the Brewers' bullpen is much more dangerous when you don't know when Hater is coming in. See? Because yeah, teams can I, plan on it. Just... They know they're not going to face Hater until the ninth inning. I don't know. It's. I mean, he's got six saves. Uh, their bullpen is outstanding. Some would say, "Don't mess with it." I get it. And Williams is young. You know, let's let's find out when when uh, Devin Williams hits his pretty big bump in the road, like a Phelps last night. I don't think I'd make that move until uh, Williams had his bump in the road and then recovered from it. Now, Phelps is a veteran. He's he's a dude that he knows. I, I had pretty pretty good confidence in, in Phelps tonight. But I don't know if Williams has ever served up a, a, a game like that, and then we, we haven't seen him react to that. So just something to think about. 414-799-1250. Going to hear from manager Craig Council coming up. Brett Anderson, a nice performance today. We talk about a ground ball pitcher. Three double plays turned by the offense, and you want to rant from me? If Keston Hero would have been in this lineup at second base, you would have gotten one tonight. He wasn't. He was in the lineup as the DH. Really good move. Really good move with a ground ball pitcher out there. Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Brewers win 4-2. Council coming up here on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shaden Blind Postgame Show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on the fan. 
Yeah, they get a much-needed victory here tonight, 4-2 the final, and uh, I don't know if it was a must-win, have-to-have-it, but mm, sort of, I mean, that's the way you have to look at these things right now, and I think you did see a little a little different style, I guess. Yeah, the lineup, that we've seen this lineup before for the most part, but we did see a little more aggressive play here. And there was one other move that I would have loved to have had to tack on a run that was Yelly after they chased Bauer in the seventh inning to, to lay down a squeeze. That would have been a gimme. He gets that ball down, that's a free run right there. So it, it, it turns out they didn't need it, but uh, they were playing aggressive. A couple of stolen bases in that inning. Uh, a sacrifice uh, fly to move uh, Arcia from second to third. It was smart base running from Arcia. You go back until you know that ball is down, and, and he moved over. He made the Reds try to make that play, and they didn't. So I like the aggressive nature. Just a little different energy. Hopefully that will continue throughout the series here as the Brewers take game one. Here's manager Craig Council. Craig, what do you think were the, the keys to getting to Bauer like like no team had done so far this year? You kind of said before the game it was going to take sort of a big pop. You feel like you got those today? Yeah, I thought – I thought our first inning was was really really good, and I, and by that it was just we were really aggressive on the fastball. Um, you know, even even Avi's out was uh, just a hard hit, hard hit ball, first pitch of the game. Um, you know, uh, Justin had a great at bat uh, to drive the run in. Brawny aggressive on the fastball, so I, I just thought, um, you know, his, his fastball has been a great pitch this year, um, and. and you know, our aggressiveness on it, um, you know, I think just it, it just put everybody kind of in that mindset throughout the game. And then we had a couple of nice at bats kind of moving forward. Craig, with how hard uh, Omar's been grinding this season, is it good to see back to back games now with some success for him? Yeah, of course it is. Um, yeah, it's, it's good to see it carry over. I thought it carried over for Justin as well. He, he felt locked in. Um, you know, yesterday and today, um, you know, I thought that first at bat was a great example. Even the next at bat to, you know, a three, two pitch and some foul balls, um, laid off a couple tough pitches. So with Omar, yeah, I mean, I think I've said this before, Omar has been a remarkably consistent offensive guy in, in this league and in, in the last three years. And so it was going to come, um, but it's, but still for the player and, and for all of us, obviously it's, it's, it's just a deep breath. You know, you can take a deep breath and relax a little bit and, and um, you know, know it's, know it's there. I think that's the big thing. Brett said that overall, this is the cleanest game that you guys have played in a while, especially at the double plays behind him. And how much did that make a difference? Yeah, I, I agree completely. I, th I mean, I think this was a uh, three phases of the game, you know, when you consider who you were facing in the game tonight, but we played really good defense, um, you know, three double plays in the first four innings. And I thought, I thought the double play, so we fielded that backhand that that's not an easy double play. That was a very nice play he made. Um, you know, but that, that's what Brett gets. That's what he needs. Um, he needs us to turn those double plays and we did a nice job doing it tonight. And we, we also, I also thought we were positioned really good tonight. It's some nights you get, you know, you get, 
you're kicking yourself, but the tonight was a night where the positioning really, really helped us. We, we were in the right spots and then that got him some quick outs and kept his pitch count down. Craig, it's uh, not often you see a young pitcher dominate hitters the way Devin Williams has. Um, I mean, tonight he just basically overpowered three straight guys and uh, this combination of power and changeup it sure has been devilish and just what, you know, what is what is that weapon meant for you, especially when you have Phelps and Hayter behind them? Yeah, well, I, you know, Devin's just he's just taking a big step forward. That's that's the biggest thing, I think. Um, you know, I, I still think, you know, if I, if I look back at last year, he, he was he th- pitched so well in the minor leagues. I, I think he just got a little tired at the end of the season last year. And um and and then it's just he's a, he was a rookie, you know. It's his first time in the big leagues, and and you're learning, and there's a lot being thrown at you, and you're at in, in big spots, and and it's brand new. Um, he, he's just really settled in, and and his talent's just shining through right now. That's that's what we're seeing. It's a he's a talented player. Um, he's understanding his stuff really well. He's pitching with a ton of confidence, um, and it's he's become a big weapon for us. How, how important was it to get Phelps right back out there after that tough outcome yesterday? And he pitched just like he had, you know. Yeah, if, uh, you know, that's what, you know, David's done this before and, and he knows what it's about. And, you know, he made, he made good pitches tonight. Um, and uh, it, it was, it was a nice thing. We had, you know, we had Josh going tonight, um, but, but just saving him for one inning, I think is, you know, that's important because it's, it, that, changes his availability kind of moving forward. So, so getting those outs and the way he pitched um, was, was big tonight. Josh has had some outings, Craig, where he's had the battle where they fouled some pitches off and they did it again, but he always, you know, perseveres and comes out on time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Castellanos put up a good at bat against them and, you know, he probably threw, you know, seven, eight, nine pitches to Castellanos before he got him. So there, there's been some good battles, but, um, you know, Josh has won those battles because he's kept pounding strikes and, and made it tough on guys. So he, he's doing a really nice job. Um, you know, we got him in a good spot and he's pitching well. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the current electric spark of the game during today's game on The Fan. Go to callcurrent.com for your superhero electricians. And now the payoff. Into center field, and that's down a base hit. Here comes Yelich coming home. The throw from Philip Irvin. Not in time. Brewers first on the board. A first inning run for the Milwaukee Brewers. On what maybe is a trend-busting Monday night. Well, about time. Yeah, it could be, and there it is on Fox Sports Wisconsin. Uh, you just heard uh, the spark of the game right there. Playing from the lead, a rare circumstance here for the 2020 Milwaukee Brewers, but they get it done, Justin Smoke, with that RBI base hit. He added a two-run shot in the third inning, and... Omar Narvaez had some fun in the fourth with a solo shot. Four zip off Trevor Bauer. You just heard from, uh, there's your spark of the game, by the way, with current electric. You just heard from manager Craig Council talking about Devin Williams, and and I think he's right on the money. We're seeing this this kid blossom a little bit. But again, would 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 you mess around? 
and 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 move him really to to a position that may be considered ahead of his time. And that's the closer role. So you'd have to think about that, moving Josh Hader back into the Swiss Army knife kind of role. He, he doesn't have one. You're going to bring him in the fifth or the ninth. They're anywhere in between. I'm not sure. I'm just throwing that out there. But Devin Williams could be a guy that is one of the next superstars on this baseball team. He, he could be. His stuff, I mean, how do you prepare for a pitcher like that? You know, 97, 98, and then a, a changeup that is just, if, if, that's, if this is his changeup consistently, it's just almost unhittable. <laughs> you can't. I mean, that's got to be frustrating for the other guys, but uh, just something to think about. Brandon Woodruff, Adrian Hauser, Freddie Peralta, Corbin Burns, and Devin Williams. I'm going to toss Drew Rasmussen into that conversation as well because I'm pretty high on that kid. Um, David Stearns had some interesting uh, things to say about those guys or about the young pitchers in within this organization. We'll have that for you coming up. We're going to head into the clubhouse in just a little while, um, so stick around for that. We'll hear from Justin Smoke starting to swing the bat a lot better. And if you want to jump in here, I'll make room for you. 414-799-1250. Much-needed victory for the crew. 4-2, they take game one of the four-game set. Justin Smoke is next here on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to go inside the clubhouse to hear what the players are saying after today's game on The Fan. It's brought to you by Windows Select. Right now, buy one and get one free. Plus, no payments until 2021. Call Windows Select today at 262-703-3500. final. Brewers take game one of a four-game set against the Cincinnati Reds. The Brewers snap a four-game losing streak. And, well... Let's see if they can get on a winning streak. All right, we've been talking a little bit tonight about uh, the young arms, and and I think it was a couple of weeks ago that you know you started to see some of the uh, plans being formulated here. At least in in my mind, it was as a as a fan, and you look at the future and everything. Brewers, you know that, uh, but you look at um, you know the maturation rate or the the advancement of guys like uh, Freddie Peralta and Corbin Burns and Adrian Hauser feeling just a little more comfortable in their roles and you know maybe Devin Williams got there a little bit quicker although did he because if you go back to 2018 you know mid to late in that year uh, Woody and Burns uh, they were outstanding out of the bullpen. And here, Devin Williams, yeah, a few bumps. Uh, he got beat up a little bit last year uh, with his first taste in the big leagues. But, but you know, uh, this year, as you just heard Craig Council talk about Williams, is that you know he's feeling more comfortable and more confident, and it's not new to him. And that's just what happens with a younger player. But now if you collectively look at uh, those five guys, toss in a couple of more, one of which would be Rasmussen, I think that the, the, the dialogue that, and conversations that we've been having over the years is that you know this, this organization cannot grow their own pitchers. Well, that might not be true anymore. 
because of the guys I just mentioned. So, and David Stearns, the uh, general manager of this baseball team, uh, yesterday spoke to the media about a number of things, one of which is this uh, young pitching talent. I think our young pitchers in general have, have performed at an exceptionally high level. It gives me great optimism for the future that we have um, a pitching staff, both starting rotation and, and developing guys at the back of the pen who can, can really stabilize us for the next couple of years. And, and that is encouraging. Uh, so that, that has clearly been, um, that's clearly been the bright spot on the field. That, that really is a bright spot, guys. It is. Because I'm not saying that all of these guys are going to hit. But if three of them hit at a higher level, I'm not saying elite level. I'm not saying, you know, any, anything like uh, like Hall of Fame level or anything. But if, if, if just by a simple definition of just three of these guys hit, let's just say it's Burns and Woodruff and, you know, Devin Williams, for example. And and pretty soon they start stacking up a few all star appearances. That's that's really good. It is. There's strength in numbers because it gives you a better chance for some of these guys to hit at the star uh, star or superstar level. And when they've got a handful of them, and it looks like they do, guys. You guys watch Brewers baseball. There's going to be some growing pains, and there still may be on on a couple of these guys. But the future with young arms actually looks legit bright it does for this organization that's that's the reality of it that's that's pretty cool uh tonight uh Devin Williams showed his stuff uh strikes out the side in the seventh inning of a two-run baseball game it's huge it's huge it's, it's games like that and it looks good and poised doing it doesn't look like a deer in headlights it's really good stuff Reason they got to that four to two lead, three of the four RBIs, Justin Smoke. Here's Smoke after the Brewers win. Justin, it's been a while since you guys got on the board in the first inning. Just how much of a load does even one run in the first inning off? Struggling. Yeah, it's big, especially against a guy like Bauer. I mean, he's a great pitcher, and you know, we were able to get one on him early and able to capitalize there. You know, with guys in scoring positions, some that we, you know, hadn't done a great job of. Justin, that uh, inning that you hit that home run, did you uh, see uh, Trevor Bowers uh, miming drinking a beer after a striking, setting some kind of strikeout record? That, that was the same inning that you home. Were you watching that? No, I was not. Um, I, I did not see that. Um, you know, there's all. <laughs> You know, there's a lot of stuff going on these days. So, you know, I'm just trying to see it and hit it, and that's it. Justin, yesterday you talked about wanting to kind of hold on to the good feelings that you had in the game yesterday. What do you think has been the biggest difference for you in the at-bats and how you're able to drive the ball? Uh, The biggest thing, honestly, is just trying to slow it down, trying to back the ball up, let it come to me. And I think, you know, early on there for a while there, I was – striking out a lot and I mean it was pretty epic but um <laughs> it's one of those things where I, I was jumping at the ball I was trying to go get it and you know when you do that you're kind of late on the heater and out in front of the off-speed stuff so you know finally just settled down and try to let the ball come to me and you know I've you know been able to put some good at bats together and you know put better swings on on 
on pitches out over the plate. Justin Omar has had a couple of big days too, and he's a guy who's been grinding uh, hard. How important for your offense would it be if you can get him swinging the bat too? Oh, for sure. One, I mean, one through nine. I mean, I think a lot of guys would tell you they aren't where they want to be right now. And, you know, hopefully, you know, it just stretches your lineup out that much more. And, you know, so hopefully we can continue to do that. And, you know, if one through nine, having good at bats, I mean, it doesn't have to be a hit every time, but consistently having good at bats, you're going to, you know, put some wear on the pitcher. And, you know, that's kind of what we did tonight. Justin, there's a lot of debate this year about how much home field advantage there is with no fans in the stands. But this is the first of a 10-game homestand, by far your longest of the year. I mean, how important was it just to get off on the right foot, win the first one, and get some momentum going the other way? Oh, 100%. I mean, especially after the last three days in Pittsburgh. I mean, that's not kind of who we are as a team. That You know, we didn't play great. And, you know, coming home, knowing we're going to be here for a while, you you know, especially this shortened season. I mean, you got to go out there every day and try to win, try to try to win ball games, no matter how you do it. And you know, like kind of like I said yesterday, our pitching's been great, and you know, we just got to be able to score some more runs, which I feel as a team we're definitely capable of doing that. Fred Anderson really came through for you guys tonight. You know, a four to nothing lead early—that's you know a nice one to have. You haven't had a lot of early leads. How have you enjoyed him, especially like his uh, dry sense of humor? Uh, has COVID protocol stopped you from uh, experiencing that? No, not at all. I mean, it's probably me and him back-to-back -back interviews is probably pretty good interviews. In there. <laughs> he, you can tell we both love, love doing this, but it's great. You know, he's, he's been great. I got, I played with him in Toronto for a little bit and, you know, he's, he, you just kind of, you got to talk to him and he opens up and he's, he's great. And he was great for us tonight. I mean, he, you know, shut him down and, you know, we were able to go to the pin and, and those guys do what they normally do. Hey, Justin, uh, Devin Williams, see if you can wrap your mind around this number. Devin Williams is averaging over 19 strikeouts per nine innings. Uh, just how this guy's a rookie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's, he's tough. I mean, when you can throw 97, 98 and throw, you know, good slider and the changeup is probably his best pitch. I mean, you know, as a hitter, you got to pick one or the other. And, you know, that changeup, I, I didn't get to face him in the summer camp stuff, but everybody I talked to said it's absolutely disgusting. So, you know, when you throw 97, 98 and you can drop an 83 to 85 on our changeup in there, that's, uh, that's always tough. <laughs> It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the Gene Wagner Plumbing Are You Kidding Me? moment of the game on the fan. Gene Wagner Plumbing, celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagnerPlumbing.com. Yeah, 4-2 Brewers win. And, and again, uh, we've been talking about it. I think the talk of the town a little bit is Devin Williams. I mean, it really is. And you just heard Justin Smoke there refer to that. Are you kidding me? Moment of the game with Gene Wagner plumbing. I will tell you this. It's way different. It's a different tune watching a Brewers game, following your favorite team when once in a while you play from the lead. It's Justin Smoke. And now the payoff. 
Into center field, and that's down a base hit. Here comes Yelich coming home. The throw from Philip Irvin, not in time. Brewers first on the board. A first inning run for the Milwaukee Brewers on what maybe is a trend-busting Monday night. Well, about time. I mean, the Brewers have been waiting for some early offense, first, second inning. They haven't been able to do a whole lot. You now and against one of the best in the business this year, fastball up. Able to hit it hard in the center and with two outs, Christian Yellich going on contact, able to score easily. Well, that looks good. A first inning run for the crew. Yeah, it really does make a big difference. Uh, coming into today's game, 20 of 26 games, the Brewers had not scored first in. 20 of the 26 games. Now we're in 27th game of the season, three more, and you're at the uh, – literal halfway mark of the uh, shortened season here so every win becomes just huge guys and they get one tonight game one of a four game set there's the are you kidding me moment of the game with gene wagner plumbing up next we'll check the uh, nl central scoreboard and any major news around baseball we'll give you a little preview of tomorrow's matchup game two another tough tough customer on the hill for the reds they beat one tonight they, uh, maybe there's some momentum heading into game two. It's the Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen after a Brewers 4-2 win. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show, and it's time to check the Major League scoreboard on the fan. 4-2 final, and uh, we'll get to the NL scoreboard and uh, check out a uh, – <laughs> you're looking for a nice pitching matchup. I've got one for you here at Miller Park tomorrow. Dale, you wanted to get in here. You're on the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Yeah, just a quick tidbit uh, to Tim. Speaking of Williams, did you know that former Brewer Taylor Williams is now the closer for the Seattle Mariners? Yeah, Taylor Williams – yeah, no, they had high hope uh, for him, too, but that's that was just a roster crunch. I wonder if they right. could have found There's a way no to keep him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that would have been good. But, he, you know, he struggled a little bit here. Right. He certainly did, he, yeah. Hitters sort of caught up with him. He started off pretty well. and uh, um, But I just thought that was interesting. I saw that he was closer. Looked at his stats, uh, uh, 17 strikeouts in 12 innings, six saves. ERA of 3.0 with a whip of 1.08. Yeah, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. Wow. Dale, thanks for the observation. I mean, now the Williams we did keep. Uh, ten and two-thirds innings pitched through ten appearances thus far this year. Sub one ERA with 23 strikeouts. I mean, so... And I'm not uh, going to focus on the negative, but we all know it's going to happen. He's going to hang one of those change-ups, and someone's going to be looking for it, and that ball is going to be hit into Lake Michigan. We shouldn't freak out when that happens. I, th- I think um, I think with all this success, with uh, as you just alluded to, Dale, you know Taylor Williams, you come up have su- some success, the league adjusts, or you know you just get a little more comfortable, and you know big league. Batters are big league batters, too, and, and they're going to come at you. And then you're challenged a little bit. It's how you respond to that. That that really is what it comes down to, that that first sort of dealing with failure a little bit. Uh, Corbin Burns went through that last year, and hopefully he's out of it. 
But I wonder how Devin Williams is going to react after getting bumped up a little bit after achieving some high success because at some point it's going to happen. Hopefully it'll be held to a minimum. But that's interesting with the Taylor Williams for sure. I know he gave up a big home run in Arizona's spring training against the Brewers in that one. And so we had some fun with that out there in Arizona. All right, Austin, Texas, uh, your birthday weekend, Lake Geneva, a bunch of golf and a bunch of beer, right? Oh, yeah, a lot of it. A lot of both of those. <laughs> okay, a little gambling on the course? Oh, of course. Absolutely. Not, not quite as much as Jordan, but, you know, we do what we can on a radio budget. Well, you could just could have just lied and said, yeah, yeah I mean, we we go with the big bucks. I mean, as long as, as long as you win, you're all right. It's that's true. You, it's only if just you lose it, it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way you got to do it. All right, let's check uh, some of the scores in the National League Central. We know about this one, Brewers over the Reds 4-2. Well, there are only two other games in the division tonight. The Cubs took on the Detroit Tigers and won by a score of 9-3. Um, Javi Baez went deep twice tonight, uh, so they got that win. It's not great news if you're a Brewers fan. Um, and then the Cardinals beat the Royals 9-3 as well. Um, Flaherty got the win and Keller with the loss. The Cubs sit in first place at 18-10. and 10. The Cardinals at 10 and 8 sit in second place, three games back. Brewers now in sole possession of third place uh, at 12 and 15, five and a half back. Uh, the Reds are now 11 and 16, six and a half back in fourth place. And in last place, the Pittsburgh Pirates at 7 and 17, now nine games back of the Chicago Cubs. 7 and 17, four of those victories against this Brewers team. That is crazy. That it really is. Uh, guys, uh, if if the Brewers can get through this red series and do a little damage, and again, they're only one game in, and they're facing, again, the preview, uh, Luis Castillo against Brandon Woodruff tomorrow. Um, if they can get through this series by holding their own a 2-2, a 3-1 in the series, they've got Pittsburgh for four, and I believe Detroit comes in for two. There's a six-pack of games right there so where you, if you're, if you're going to start to play better baseball, you could do some heavy damage right there. That's a nice little stretch. So just keep that in mind. Those of us that are still reserving uh, some hope for this team to make the postseason, it is an expanded postseason, so just, just have that in the back of your mind. 12-15 doesn't look great. And we're not quite at the halfway mark, but each game is huge. We'll have the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show uh, for you to get ready tomorrow at 6 o'clock. And after the last pitch, you make the switch. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Austin, uh, Texas, you'll be, uh, you'll be here tomorrow or Wednesday or both. You and Sam. Yeah, I'll be here musical, Wednesday. Musical chairs. But uh, I'll be here tomorrow night, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, can you make it two in a row over – you know, what conceivably are stud pitchers. I mean, it's Bauer, it's Castillo, and then don't look now, it's Sonny Gray on, on Wednesday. If, if there's a time where the Brewers' offense needs to step up, they did it tonight. Uh, it would be now in the next couple of games for sure. All right, that's going to do it. Uh, again, the final tonight, 4-2. Brewers take game one of the four-game set for Austin, Texas. My name is Tim Allen. You guys enjoy the victory. We'll see you tomorrow night. And remember, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back.
Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.